Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for being here, listening to our podcast today. I'm looking forward to sharing everything that I have for you. Praise God. I am Bob Costello, and I am here sitting in for Pastor Justin. And this is our first podcast of the year, first podcast for 2022. And I hope that what I'm going to share with you will set a pace for you as you go into and through this year and thereon. I don't want to just segment everything to just this year. I want you to experience everything that we have for you today throughout this year and every year thereafter. I've uh, titled this podcast, Wasting Time. And I'm going to jump right into it. On this podcast, I want to spend most of the time posing several questions questions for us to consider throughout this year and hopefully beyond. At the beginning of all of our podcasts, we make a statement. We're helping you to turn your city upside down. How are we doing that? We're giving you biblical strategy and motivation so that you can get out there and get some stuff done for your King, King Jesus, that is. Now I'm not knocking our intro because it's accurate and true with regards to our hearts and motivation behind our ministry and the podcast. But every time I hear that opening, I'd imagine a snow globe. And you know what I'm talking about, those snow globes. that They're usually very popular at Christmas time and stuff. But you know the kind. It's, it's a picturesque setting within a glass or acrylic globe And when shaken, it displays a changing environment. We shake the globe once or twice, maybe several times, and then we put it back on the shelf until the next time we just happen to look at it and pick it up and shake it. Is that what we as Christians, as ministers and churches are doing every day? Are we doing that every week? Are we doing that every month? Are we doing that every year? Think about it. We've entered a new year, 2022. Here in January, you can tune in and listen to a majority of organizations and ministers plaster the airwaves with labels such as 2022, a year of double, a year of miracles, a year of significance transformation or manifestations. Now I'm not disregarding or sliding any of these possible prophetic characterizations. And if we are smart, we will always latch on to those things that are positive and exhorting. After all, who wants to hear that 2022 is a year of budget busting economy, a year of pandemic rampage, a year of failed marriages, a year when more churches will close than the previous five years combined. A year of change. 
and change again and again, and for good measure, a year to change again. No one, save our enemy, Satan, he loves and indulges in keeping us off balance with change. Sometimes, even when some of the changes are good and necessary. There is no denying that according to our calendars, whether it's a Gregorian, Hebraic, celestial, or any other form of date regulation, things change, transition, get renewed, recommitted, or even thrown out so as to start anew. But is it necessary? Yes, according to the systems in place for businesses and doing things decently and in order, it is needed, but not for everything. Here's a question I want to ask. But for the body of Christ, is it efficient to be changing all the time? Is it correct that every year we make new commitments regarding what we will do or try to accomplish in the coming 12 months? Saying that, yes, that this year we will launch a new children's ministry or start a new evangelistic team or redo the sanctuary, or come up with a quick short-term mission program. Need we make individual or corporate New Year's resolutions? Every year, because we feel what we have done over the past 12 months did not work. And you know what I'm talking about. How many people have sat down in their homes and made up New Year's resolutions, whether they keep them or not, do we need to do that every year? As churches, do we need to do that every year? Rather, shouldn't we be continually making plans for the future by seeking God and submitting to his word and those over us in the Lord, especially the Holy Spirit? Why do we set a demarcation line between December 31st and January 1st. Do we transition too much rather than flow with the Spirit of God initiated before the foundations of the earth? God had a plan and he started it before the foundations of the earth. So let me ask you a few rhetorical questions. You know, you don't need to respond to me. Use it as something to ponder in your meditation time with the Lord. Has God's plan, the plan that he had from the beginning, ever changed? Think about that. Has God's plan, the plan that he had from the very beginning, ever changed? Did or has he ever asked anyone for their input into that plan? Outside of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all three who are in agreement, they came up with this plan. 1 John 5, 1 John 5, 7 through 9. So we have these th three constant witnesses giving their evidence, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are in agreement. If we accept the testimony of men, how much more should we accept more authoritative testimony of God that he has testified concerning his son. The plan that the triune Godhead came up with 
It didn't need any influence from us. Have you ever considered Noah and how he never, that we know of, questioned God's plan to destroy all life from off the face of the earth? All life was destroyed from off the earth except for the eight that were in the ark. God, Noah knew God had a plan and he trusted him. But then on the other hand, did it really have to take upwards of a hundred years to build the ark? I wonder that sometimes. Did it really have to take a hundred years to build that ark? Or was Noah maybe hoping the creator would change his mind? Did he kind of stall while he was building it, drag his feet? You know, instead of carrying two boards, he only carried one board over there. God does not have to change or transition his plan. So why do we have to do it on an annual basis or a monthly basis or a weekly basis? Has he ever changed any of his commandments? Not that I know of. His word is stood. In Genesis eighteen sixteen, it may seem so. It seems like maybe he did change some stuff. It's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and God sparing the cities for the righteous sake. And, and if you look that up in, in, in Genesis, you'll remember the story that Abraham pleaded with God, God, would you destroy this city for 50 people? If I find 50 righteous, would you still for 40, for 30? He went on down all the way to 10. But God's holy plan never did change. His goal in that instance was to challenge Abraham to see how he would react. But I can hear some of you thinking that God being omniscient would have already known Abraham's heart and mine. True, but maybe God is checking on our hearts and minds through that event. Jesus said in four, uh, John fourteen twelve, he who believes in me, he said, he who believes in me. Well, here's a question for you. Do we? Do we believe in what the Father and the triune Godhead planned from the beginning of time? Do we believe in his plan? Is January 1st, the first month of the year, the finish of some holiday whereby we have to change our minds and direction, make renewed plans? Is, is there something established where we have to do this every year? I think sometimes that when we do those, when we come up with those changes, we're building our own kingdom plan. And those plans surround cyclical calendars and events. It's not really God's plan. We need to step back and see time as God sees time. Remember, he existed before time existed. Therefore, his perspective is totally different from ours. Does he not state in his word, this is from Isaiah 55, 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways, your ways, my ways. 
declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yes, there are seasons, but we need to see beyond each season and recognize there is really only one timeline. Several times my family and I and myself will, we have traveled maybe across the country or partway across the country. And, and we used to drive all the time and probably still will. But when we drive, I, I usually like to plan out how much distance I'm willing to drive each day. And, and I'll take a map and I'll, and I'll lay it out and I'll say, okay, I want to spend three days driving out to California. So on my first debt leg, I will drive from here to there. And the second day we will drive from here to there. And the third day we will drive from here to there and we'll be at our destination. And then sometimes I got to take into account that, that for each day of driving, um, breaks that we're going to take eating, getting fuel, rest periods, and even some excursions. So that, that drive becomes three or four or five days maybe because we want to see some of the stuff that's along there. But when it really comes down to it, it is not a three or four days of trips, but ultimately just the one trip to get from here to there. We need to see God's timeline in the same way. You know, the word says he knows the end from the beginning. We need to see and get into the flow of God's timeline and not transition, not change things all the time. Isaiah 48, 8 through 13 says, do not forget this. Keep it in mind. Remember this. You guilty ones, remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God, and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. God has a plan, folks. I will call a swift bird or of prey from the east, a leader from a distant land to come and to do my bidding. I have said what I would do and I will do it. Listen to me, you stubborn people who are so far from doing right, for I am ready to set things right, not in the distant future, but right now. I am ready to save Jerusalem. You know, we can take that and we can say that I am ready to save what city you're living in. I am ready to save Harrison, Arkansas. I am ready to save Arkansas. I'm ready to save Boone County. I'm ready to save the United States of America. In fact, we could put in, I am ready to save the world. He could have proclaimed in that verse. And he goes on and he says, and show my glory to Israel and everyone. Regarding time being well spent, we can look at Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 15. It gives us a reference to how the God who sits outside of time organizes time, but this time is for us, not for him. To everything, there is a season, 
a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit has the worker from, the, from that in which he labors. I have seen the God-given tasks with which the sons of men are to be occupied. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has put eternity in, his heart, in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God has, excuse me, the work that God does from the beginning to end. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all of his labor. It is a gift of God. I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. That which has already been and what is to be has already been, and God requires account of what is past. Folks, I'm not sharing this stuff today just to do a podcast. My heart's desire is that we would not and will not allow our adversary, the devil, to trick or force us into capitulating to a systematic change of plans for the sake of keeping up with the Joneses, one-upping the church down the street, competing for souls, or go get more nickels and noses into our buildings. True, things come up and sometimes our small little plans need to be changed, whether they were misplaced and misguided or just an unfortunate circumstances came to of events came around. But this is why personal intimate prayer time is so important. In 2022, we don't want to start praying more or start having more intimacy with the Lord. In 2022, we want to continue spending time with the Lord. We want to continue those times of intimacy. And we don't want to change that just because 2023 is going to be around the corner in 12 months. We need to get into the flow of God. This is why studying the word to show ourselves approved is so important. In 2022, we're not going to start studying the word we're going to continue to study the word. 
And as we do that, we're going to do it more intensely. We're going to spend more time doing it. Now, I realize that if you're not spending any time in prayer or you're not studying the word at all, yeah, you're going to have a point where you're going to start. But we as Christians, we as the body of Christ that has been here, that we have lived in this lifestyle for a while, we do not need to start something anew. We need to continue to fulfill what we've already done, staying within the plans of God. This is why integrity and commitment are so important because we are latched on to the plan of God. We're swimming in that flow. We're going in the direction of the flow of God so we can accomplish his plans. We must be about doing our father's business. We must be about doing our father's business his way and not our way. We need to stop transitioning. We need to stop changing things. We need to get into the flow of God and stay that way. I'm going to pull up a scripture here. 1 John 5. First John chapter 5, verse 14. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. That is our prayer life. That is our prayer life that we have had. That is the prayer life that we have that is the prayer life that we will continue. Don't transition into something just because you think it's not working. It may not be working and it may not be the plan of God. You may not be where you're supposed to be. So as we go on into this year and to many different podcasts and the different teachings and stuff, stay up with the plan of God in your life. I told you this was going to be a short podcast, and so I'm getting ready to wrap it up right now. So I'm praying for you. I'm praying for each and every member of the body of Christ that you will stay in the plan of God. It has not changed from the very beginning. We do not have to transition to something else. He has a calling on your life. He has a calling on my life. He's put different gifts in you. He's put different gifts in me. And we need to remain faithful to him. We need to be integrous to him. We need to be answerable to him that we are helping fulfill his plan. God bless you. Thank you for being with me today. And we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for joining us today. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. Hey, if we could stand with you in prayer, it would be our honor. Send us an email with your prayer requests at hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv. Or call us 870-741-9099. 
We'd love to celebrate with you. Let us know what the Lord is doing in your life. Hey, if you'd like to partner with us to keep the podcast out there going into all the nations, you can do so. You can mail in any donation, tax deductible donation. You you can mail it to P.O. Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 72602 or text to give 84321 follow the prompts or gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give thank you friends we're so honored to have you join us on the podcast hey until next time be blessed